Right. It's a party side. Are you at, you're not at the L-shaped desk now, are you? Oh, here we go. I am. Oh, wow. Okay. Here we go. Here we go, boys and girls. <laughs> Look, I know I'm only a freshman, but what do you say you and I have dinner tonight? Actually, I'd like to join you, but I have class tonight. Why don't you call me sometime when you have no class? <laughs> Hello, Melroseans the world over. I'm Tom Catalini. I'm Jen LeClaire. And I'm Eugenia Gibbons. And this Hello. is Let's Talk Melrose. Melrose, a show where Melroseans talk to Melroseans about Melrose and the things that they do. I heard, Jen, uh, that you had a very nice weekend last weekend. I did have a, a very nice weekend. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> To everyone who's who's watching, give us a give us a shout out. Chat with us. We'll try to respond. Um, let us know what street you're watching from. We we love to know. But yes, I did have a a, a very nice weekend. The um, sad news for Melroseans all over is that uh, the Martins picked all the berries in. Uh, wow, look at in, that! In New there England, are no more blueberries. there right. are no more blueberries in New England. No, that's not true. Actually, shout out to Parley Farms up in Tingsboro. We went uh, cherry picking and blueberry picking over the weekend. We went early in the morning because it was hot as can be. Um, plus, you have to go early because they, they actually close the fields. Uh, they get picked over and they need to give give the give everything a rest. So um, we we went early early in the morning. Gave, uh, gave a bunch away to to friends. We've been eating blueberries. I'm getting all my antioxidants. I didn't get any. Yeah. Um, I, which uh, friends were those? Yeah. Sorry. Berries? Rose, Rosie's Rosie's friends. Sorry. Oh, Rosie's there's still friends. there's still more. Come on over. So yeah. So uh, so that was fun. Um, That's yeah. awesome. Tinksboro. So just like a day trip, you just buzz up ninety three yeah. something like that. Yeah. It was, How it many was fun. pounds? Oh, I don't know. They just give you a big thousand. Bucket. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Of, we got cherries. So cherries, uh, cherries are pretty much done. We did get some um, blueberries are still great. There's up, there's a plenty left. So head on up there. They're, they're, they're delicious. The yeah. They're, they're, they're gorgeous right now. Well, we have a so, number of people tuned yeah. in from Connecticut, by the way, this nice. week. Cool. Yes. We're available oh, cool. all over uh, <laughs> the world. The world I guess. wide web. Yep. Yeah. That's great. Um, so I missed you guys. I don't, I don't think I saw you last week. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's all, it's still this, everything continues to still be, to still be a blur. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot, there was a lot going on. There was a lot going on. Um, lots of scuttlebutt and Melrose over the past, over the past week. Lots of, it was busy of, the day after we got off the air. Yes. Yeah. 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 So As is often the case. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and also we're, we're, we're launching a new, we are answering important questions for Melrosians. We're launching a new segment this week uh, called, should oh. I eat this? <laughs> are you, are we, are we going to give them the first half of the quiz now and then we'll answer it later on in the show? Is that yeah. how you want to do yeah, it? Yeah, we could. So, so Tom, Tom Catalini being the, the good citizen that he is, uh, was looking at, um, I'm going to share my screen again, was looking at, um, whoops, sorry. Don't share. That's a secret document. I know, I know, oh my I know. goodness, went, you revealed quick, everything. <laughs> All our secrets revealed. So People Tom are screenshotting and downloading. That's in a subreddit <laughs> like you wouldn't believe right now. It's in a, People are analyzing it's in that. Undisclosed bunker. Um, right. 
So, so Tom uh, was perusing the Melrose community pages and there are, there are important questions to be answered in Melrose. So we're, we're protecting our, our fellow Melroseans identity, but this is an important question to be, to be asked, to be answered. Um, and we figured we'd put it out to the LTMM fans. So, so yeah, Melroseian posted uh, yeah. this picture uh, mm -hmm. of a mushroom and it says, thinking of putting this in our salad tonight, does anyone know what kind it is and whether it would be okay. And so where else would you think to ask that than the Melrose community page? Yeah, so we're, we're here to help. So to everyone who's watching, take a good look. We'll post it on the comments feed too and weigh in and let's see if we can help our fellow Melroseans make sure that they can, can have this in their salad or they should stay away because they'll be they'll Yeah, be I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, don't eat things <laughs> that you well, don't know, yeah. That, like, but, you know, you know, uh, a lot of the gems were in the comments as usual. Yeah. Uh, so and let's see. Let's see what we get. Yeah. And let's see what we get. But uh, so that wasn't the only thing happening in in town and discussed in that group this week. Of course, we had the uh, police sign on Main Street that was sign gate. Uh, sign gate that was uh, the sign was modified after July Fourth holiday had gone by. Hey, can you put up a general safety message? And the person who posted it said, uh, in in part, you know, um, the safety, uh, a phrase that ended with the safety of all lives matter, uh, which mm -hmm. touched off quite a discussion in the community because that's usually a phrase that's kind of a rebuttal to Black Lives Matter. And we just had recently had the standout, and that's actually exactly what my sign said that I was holding at that standout. Um, Mayor Broder quickly uh, tweeted out that he was informed of that, asked it to be taken down. Chief Lyle said... Uh, taking it down. He's going to do a little investigation to figure out how that happened and immediately established a new protocol that he's going to personally review, um, uh, you know, anything that goes up on the, on the sign. So it's a lot of discussion on that this week. Yeah, mm -hmm. sort of got unnecessarily blown up, I think. And, um, you know, uh, again, I don't, I don't, I don't want to put, put too much into this, but, um, you know, the, uh, I think the leadership in in the community, or just everybody's try, is trying to be sensitive to to in fact all of our residents. So yeah, um, yeah. Well, to be clear, I don't think that I don't think the public outcry over the use of the phrase um, "All Lives Matter" was necessarily um, misdirected. I think that was justified. Yeah. Right. I think what Agreed. struck me was just the. Um, outside media attention that it garnered. I mean, all the way to Fox News and Tucker Carlson, yeah. who, by the way, I always think of Tucker Carlson's horrible turn on Dancing with the Stars from 10 years ago. So oh, I didn't know about that. that glad I missed it. it. I'm not glad that I missed that. He didn't but... make it to the end. Yeah. But um, I don't, you know, I, I can't take him seriously because of that, right. let alone everything else that comes out of his mouth. But anyway, um, yeah, it was just amazing how quickly it uh, turned into, as you guys said, a community-wide conversation. And for a moment there, it felt like the conversation was being diverted away from what the actual issue was and focusing a little bit too much on um, sort of the uh, external response, you know, from, yeah. from outside of the community. But um, I think that it turned it, uh, inward quick, uh, soon enough, and, and um, we'll see what happens from here. It certainly is going to coming on the heels of the discussion around investment in diversity, equity, and inclusion um, right. assessments in the community and really kind of working to build um, a collaborative space where we can sort of tackle those issues here. I think that um, it was a tough week, tough couple of days, but we, you know. So you got to, you got to, 
you got to read through the noise. So first of all, we have plenty of media right here in Melrose to cover what's happening. So we don't need the outsiders weighing in. And that just attracted a lot of sort of craziness that yeah. uh, is really not productive. Uh, I thought, yeah, it was a non-story. Yeah, well, I think it's, there not, was a, it's, not, a, it's not a national news story. I mean, seriously. No, but there was a through yeah. line. It was a good yeah, community sure. conversation. There was yeah. actually some decent back and forth. And then, of course, it spirals out of control on the community yeah. page. 1,200 comments on the, on the post for Mike Karaji's article in the patch. You know, the patch gave some good facts on that. And there was uh, over the weekend, a couple of uh, rebuttals uh, from black community members who wrote very eloquently in response. So, I mean, I think that's, you know, that's the discussion. And then after a while, it was kind of, I found it's going around in circles and it's not super productive. I think we'll keep our eye on the prize of uh, what the mayor's doing with his audits, with the funding that we covered on this show uh, for, uh, you know, uh, systemic racism uh, issues in the city mm -hmm. and we'll see you know we're, we're trying to do something over the long term here and that's the real right. yeah. point of this yeah. i think agreed and what matters is what happens in in, in the community so uh, uh, yeah speaking of which we're getting on to our uh news newsy segment What's in the news? The newsy. What's in the? <laughs> there's lots. There's lots going on in town. Call it the, uh, the newsy banter. Here we go. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we're gonna. It's official now. We're centralizing voting at Melrose mm -hmm. Veterans Memorial School. Uh, it seemed like a decent plan. I looked at some of the docs. Uh, you know, glanced them over. But you got seven wards going into the middle school gym. It's a big space. They actually had photos where they like mocked this up. Like people have thought this through. So it looks. Mm -hmm very thoughtful plan but i'll tell you my plan is to go for the uh the absentee ballot yeah, uh, voting and i think folks ought to keep an eye out for that because september 1 is the primary and uh november first tuesday in november is going to be the election and now where uh kate i think is i don't know if she's opposed or not but uh, or state rep and then a presidential election beyond that i don't know if there's any any other questions on the ballot I should know about or whatever, but as they develop, we will of course cover them here. Keep everybody updated. Yep. And so there'll be, there'll be more information coming soon about how to um, ask for a mail-in ballot. So we'll, we'll, we'll be talking mail -in about Mail-in ballot, voting early. Yep. Showing up to the same. So I was kind of surprised that there was some debate on um, over whether or not it should be consolidated in one space to um, voting, but I actually heard there was some pushback just to make sure it was inclusive. So there was discussion about people with disabilities, um, you know, being able to access. And of course, the school is fully sort of ADA compliant and all of that. Uh, I heard that there were some points made about are we are, how are we communicating this across the community to like non-English speakers? You know, uh, how are people going to get there now? If I used to maybe walk down the street to the poll and now I've got to get across town, do people have a ride if they need it? So it. It it's addresses some things for the city, but it, it can create some challenges for others. And so that's where I jumped to the conclusion of the absentee ballot. I don't know. It's a vote from home. I don't know what it's called. I think yeah, it, there, there still needs to be. So to your earlier points, though, Tom, there there needs to be communications rollout plan for that, too, because some of the same issues are there, like uh, non-English speaking families. Like, how do you how do you know? How do you? learn that that's an option so yeah. same same communications challenges so. yes absolutely but if everybody in melrose just tunes in tuesday nights at 8 30 we'll have it all covered <laughs> that's right. and they won't miss a thing more hey. or less more or less accurately we'll, we'll be asking, <laughs> what be, is our motto we'll ask 
all the right questions. Even if yeah. you it'll be, uh, it'll be, what do they say? Directionally appropriate. Yeah. We'll have a lot of questions. We may not have all the answers, but <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever. That, that's our yeah. theme here. Hey, there's other but stuff I'll, going on yeah. downtown. Yeah. I heard that, uh, Wakefield Cooperative Bank is moving into town uh, where the Cafe Nero is. Now, what this is, is the old Moynihan Plaza building. That's mm -hmm. where Breads and Bits used to be. Yeah. The frozen yogurt place that, that replaced that. For a, for a hot second, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I know, short-lived. Uh, the Thai restaurant I used to go to all the time mm -hmm. and the barber in the back. So that building, it looks beautiful and it's got this yeah. cool sort of like angled cut to it in the back. And apparently they're going to have like uh, some outdoor space out there. So the bank is... Cool. Uh, I don't know. We have a lot of banks in town. That's not that compelling to me. But to think about the cafe coming, uh, there's going to be 10, 10 <laughs> units. The, the number of banks we have in town will soon rival the number of pizza places. In well, you yeah. want that banks per capita. You want that to be high, Eugenia. That well, affects maybe, your uh, real estate resale a, value. So, well, maybe there's a, a business model here, too. You can, like, do your banking and get a slice. Like, there could be some, like, you know, partnership opportunities here. We should maybe talk to the Chamber of Commerce about this. Yeah. A slice, yeah. a Manny, and a $100 uh, <laughs> and it, with, with your When you open a new account, you get a free manicure and a slice of pizza. <laughs> hey, we're selling. All right, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Okay, what else? Uh, Sears at a Square One Mall shutting down, going away. Yeah. Being replaced by, this was odd in this uh, in this day and age. Yeah, a 1,400 capacity entertainment complex with bowling, bumper cars, go karts, arcades, and more. Restaurant and bar sounds fantastic. In the age of COVID, you know, yeah. maybe it takes them a couple of years to build it out, and and all the dust is settled, and then we're we're off we're, and running. We're ready to go. And if they do, we will have a live LTMM bumper car. Uh, episode i'm coming for you catalina that's our first post-covid episode yes yeah. wi-fi hotspots for everyone right people right so there there are so yeah there's there's some so first of all the news to me was that sears isn't already closed like i had uh. no no idea i haven't been there in a in a million years um but also there's new drive it there's also new drive-ins uh drive-in movies up there at kowloon and at the topsfield fairgrounds so uh, once we can get out into the world again, those are... Wait, there's a drive-in at the Kowloon? Yes. Now, listen, yeah. wait a minute. Can yeah. we please do a socially distant, appropriate LTMM and the LTMM community at large just getting over to at Kowloon's? Kowloon? Yes. 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 You don't have to ask that me twice. We'll, we'll, cool. we'll mask it up. We'll stay apart. Yeah. But I think... Uh, a, a parking lot on Route 1 on a nice summer evening would just be fantastic. Yeah. With a with a Mai Tai and a drive-in movie, what is not to love? I'm there. breathing all that in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're so getting word from the producer that his daughter went and it was packed over there at the drive-in. I mean, yeah, it's just it a great idea. It's overdue. Out. Yeah, yeah, totally. That it's is a, really cool. That'll be fun. Great. That, that'll be fun. So speaking of communication, should we go to the next uh yes. yeah, yeah. big item? Mm -hmm. um, this is this is the this is the meat and potatoes, as they yeah. say. Yeah, so we're we're obviously still in the throes of COVID, and we're about six weeks out from the start of what should be the start of school, and um, there's planning underway and uh, brainstorming underway to think about what that should look like here in Melrose and obviously nationwide. Every community everywhere is grappling with whether or not we should reopen public schools or all schools and send kids um, in. I was actually um, I I happened to miss um, a lot of the information that was posted in the last week, an email from the superintendent 
an invitation to provide comment on a um, thought exchange um, online, which is due tomorrow. So we'll post that link. Excuse me. Due Isn't this a thought exchange we're Thursday. having right now? This, this is a thought exchange, but there's actually a, a thought exchange one. every Tuesday. <laughs> there's a formal one online. Um, and then some other opportunities to, to weigh in and to engage with um, school administrators and the city around thinking through what is the reopening of Melrose Public Schools going to look like? Um, I don't know, guys. Do you have thoughts about what that should look like? Should we be opening school? So I'm in a unique stance, and I've talked about this in the show before. I've got one child left at the high school, and uh, her. we just met with her um, advisor a couple of weeks ago, and her core classes are going to continue on the Ingenuity platform. So she's got she's already got the bulk of her classes optimized for she online. Was already, she's I was, already doing that, yeah. I was maybe a little surprised that I didn't see ideas uh, like that bantered about, maybe scaling something like that for the, mm -hmm. for the appropriate people. So rather than asking a uh, current teacher to figure out how to do this, there are there's a whole bunch of teachers in this program that that's all that that is what they do. So there's some expertise um, associated with uh, Melrose High School. But I don't know, what do yeah. you guys think about going to the, uh, going back with the, with the you have well, there, there, I just want, I just want to, I, I know you, have, uh, Eugenie, I know you have a, a, a lot of thoughts about this and, and I have fewer, so I'm just going to throw one in real, real, <laughs> real, real quick, but to your, to your point and, and give a shout out to our, our friend, Steve Cazella. So to your point, Tom, you said, you know, I, you, you started by saying, I have a, a unique situation. My daughter, uh, you know, does this and, and has, you know, takes online classes already. So Massing Polling just did um, a, a, a poll and a survey questionnaire about uh, everybody's experiences <laughs> in March uh, it, for, for remote learning. And, and basically it was hard to, for them to analyze the data because across the board, there, there's so much diversity in, in families and situations and, and student experiences that they really had a hard time analyzing the data. There was like just thousands of of uh, widely varying circumstances, not that, that was that's under sort of normal circumstances. So, if you if you look now ahead to what everyone's concerns are for the fall and what everyone's personal experiences, whether or not they have one or two parents working from home, if you can if you have access to technology, if you have a person in your house that's immune compromised, if you have a child on an IEP, if you're in English as a second learner family, I mean there are so many factors to consider that I do not envy the people who are having to make this decision. I think that there's a, there's a, there's, I have a zillion questions and zero answers. So yeah. here's one option that, that a, uh, just, I just want to jump in with somebody commented in the, uh, in the Facebook that, uh, she just read that Barbados is offering visas for people who are working or schooling remotely. So that's just. An oh my God! Let's go there. to Barbados. Yeah. Right? Done. I'm done. Talk about and, from and right, somebody right. else commented that when we were talking about Kowloon's that maybe we put LTMM up in the big screen, but that would overflow oh. the par parking lot. I'm not sure it's safe at this time. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, point. as for the schooling part, I mean, I think that the challenge is. You're right, Jen, there are a million questions and it's hard to answer and many different variables that have to be taken into consideration. I, I personally think a few kind of rise to the top. Mm -hmm. um, you know, health and safety, specific needs that need to be met, um, how to mitigate risk, um, and, and also what is the backup plan? I mean, I, I think hindsight's always 2020 and everybody has strong opinions about and this was expressed on the thought exchange that um, the superintendent put out everybody has strong opinions about kind of what the spring um, looked like as it unfolded I think going forward 
there just needs to be a solid plan for remote learning, not because we want to continue to learn remotely, but because it is very likely that we will yeah. have to. And so there needs to be, in my opinion, a structure in place, um, some way to um, provide rigor while learning, um, accountability for parents, for teachers, for students, for everybody. And then it can't just be this um, you know, we are posting stuff online and, and trusting that kids are doing it, there needs to really be, you know, like, I would, I would like to see a minimum required uh, number of hours for classroom learning um, through a virtual setting. And get creative, get innovative, you know, what are other ways yeah. we can start to think about this? You mentioned earlier, you know, what kind of project-based learning can we do? Yeah. What kind of collaborative things can we do? So I think for me, no matter what, um, if there are going to be a number of scenarios that are floated, I need to see one that is a really robust remote learning plan yeah. that is, uh, will give me some assurance that there will be uh, continuity of learning and engagement and student engagement on the other side, because it's going to be, it's just foolish to think that we won't need to have that as a backup. As something. I, I agree. And I, I think you, I think you, you plan for the, you plan for the worst scenario, which is, mm -hmm. which is that. And, and it, like you said, it's very likely we know how to do, you know, regular school. So you plan for the worst. And if you get some gift that says that we can go back a little bit, or we can do this, then, then that's fine. But I agree that there's, there's best practices that we can be an innovation that we can be looking at in project-based learning. Um, take some of the best practices from the homeschoolers. Like what do they, you know, what do they do that, mm -hmm. that works? Um, but, but, but I agree, let's, let's plan for what we think is gonna be, um, you know. Worst case scenario. Yeah. And it, see, I mean, like California. And LA I think, well. Yesterday, going back until year end. Um, we're seeing lots of different districts around the nation kind of come to this realization. And I, I yeah, I mean, it's hard because the other thing is not everybody can be a stay-at-home parent um, who's working from home and teaching, you know, so that's another thing, yeah. that schools, uh, they, another function that schools serve within the community. Yeah. So there's short-term needs ahead, and short-term needs and long, and <laughs> there, there short -term needs and long-term needs, and I think uh, I would just change that a little bit. I don't think it's worst case scenario. I think it's a capacity, it's a capability worth building for mm -hmm. five, 10 years in yeah. from now, where's education going to be? And there's going to be a subset of the community that is gonna benefit, maybe not every kid, maybe not at, at every grade level, but there's going to be places where this fits in and where it, it, it serves a real need. And that happened to come up for my daughter. And like I said, the edgenuity continued without a beat. And I would thought it was very impressive that Melrose had this in place when we went a couple of years ago to talk to the counselors, because this is something that had to be put in place, approved by the school community, uh, a whole partnership that had to be built. But, you know, you just think about like the, you know, the, the snow days, uh, we, we got the bags that you take home and all that. We've made a little bit of progress there, but if you make progress in online learning, uh, appropriately, you could leverage it in all different kinds of scenarios. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a great long-term mm -hmm. thing to be thinking about and investing in, and maybe it's not right for everybody. So it's kind of worst case scenario, or, you know, we've got, you know, but the short term in, in another, you know, the next year or two looks one way, but where do you want to be 10 years from now? 
uh, and that the difficulty with that when you're talking about school-aged children is one year is a long time for any individual student or group of students but over the long time over the long term where does uh, Melrose want to be where do we want to be with the school system and the capabilities a decade right. from now Melrose 2030 yeah well, you you had a point you wanted. Yes, exactly. Looking looking to the future, you had a point you wanted to make too, Eugenia. About yeah, I, I just you know, if anybody's had a chance to review the the polling data that um, our friend Steve wrote about yesterday in Commonwealth Magazine, there is a significant disparity between um, parents of color and um, white parents that were that were interviewed as part of the poll or participated in terms of who has faith in the ability of virtual learning to actually yeah. meet the needs of students. And right. so I know that last spring, the question of equity was something that I heard kind of um, bandied about behind the scenes and, you know, who has access to what and you know, how are we making sure that we're creating this equitable learning system. And I just think that I, I would like to see the conversation begin and end with how are, what are we doing to set up multiple scenarios where our student population is being served and educated and engaged. And I do not think that there's a place for, um, for um, equity to be thrown about as reason for not, for failing to come up with a good plan. This sort of um, fear that if folks don't have access to anything, then we shouldn't do anything for anybody. And I think that, that it's a slippery slope and I would just hope that folks who are making decisions and who are planning are, are not leading with um, too many people won't have access to X, Y, or Z. So we need to make sure we have a simple plan and are instead thinking, using the next six weeks to think through what do we need to put into place to make sure there is no disparity and that everybody has access to all the things they need, whether that's teachers with access to professional grade microphones like Tom has. <laughs> So I'm here. Or, I was I was half um, listening to what you, know. you said because the comments were saying my voice sounds like butter now. So, <laughs> yeah. so it was all worth it. It's a it's a great it's a great it's a great yeah. point, Eugenia. Yeah. Um, we are um, we're being told that we're almost at the end of the half hour. So I just want to finish by letting pe reminding people that there is a questionnaire out there. It's through this service or something that the superintendent threw out, Superintendent Kuchenberger threw out there. Um, it's called Thought Exchange. Yeah, uh, we, we will put the link. Up. In our, you, can, yeah. you can you can add your comments and you can also it's interesting because you can add your comments and you can also rate um, yeah. the comments of everybody else word to the wise it's up oh, to let's not like let's not plug that into our show yeah there's like something yeah. like 1200 comments yeah. in there but so, do it, and um, it's important to note that the date um thursday is the last day that yeah. folks can comment so you have yeah. until 11 59 on so, thursday so please and do. dr kuchenberger also has office hours she's you know she's really making herself available to the yeah. public if you have questions or you have thoughts she's really seeking out public input so folks should take advantage and then the last thing is there's um a she has posted and we can probably put this on our website as well the um the schedule the proposed yes. schedule for what the process is for coming up with a plan and it's pretty uh compressed timeline so review that and and weigh in yeah we have the link we're get we're going to put that up to uh in essence you should expect after that that uh 16th deadline there's next there'll be another message from the superintendent and then the leadership team starts collaborating on the instruction plan by the 25th there'll be another message oh do we have a zoom we have a zoom bomber what a perfect person to zoom bomber right now doing it all day long 
How are you doing? Hi, Jess, Jess Dugan. Dugan. Hey, just somebody talking about our schools. We are. How you, I how couldn't you stay away. I just had to show up. What do you What do you, what do you know about this topic? What do you know about oh my schools? Goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know so many things and so few things all at the same time. Well, you have 35 seconds to weigh in, please, Jess. Tell us what... <laughs> I What's just, the, what are the points? What are the key points? Honestly, I was just listening to you guys leading into this. Like, can you imagine the complexity of doing I, I can't. This? That's I, why I could not. That's why I don't have that job. It's, I learned 12 <laughs> things just listening to you guys talk yeah. about this. Yeah. Uh, edu edgenuity. I'm all over that. I need to know more. <laughs> You're, you know what? You were online learning right there. All, everybody in the audience learning. is online learning right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it's funny. I think you guys were talking about it, but I think the thing that is ringing truest to me is that like, we want to go back to school. Everybody wants to go back to school. And we know that it's pretty likely that we're going to have to do some part of next year remotely. Like it's just, yeah. it's a yeah. fact. So knowing that, what can we do to embrace it? And I just hear, I constantly hear friends and, and parents across the community talking about how hard remote learning was for mm -hmm. their students this past spring. And I guess I just, you know, I just want us to remember, like, that was crisis response mode. Yeah, right. And going into next year, we have the opportunity with, you know, we have a, a new superintendent. She's new to us, but she's not new to the role. She was an interim superintendent before this. She led her, her district through um, the COVID response over the past, you know, a few months where she was. Um, we have a, a mayor who's committed to doing what he needs to do for for our schools and our students and our families. So I just feel like it's okay to, to think about remote learning as, as something different and better this fall. We, it's gonna have to be there in some way. So I hope that we can find our way to embrace it. And yeah. like Eugenia said, like let's en engage kids in learning. Yeah. That's, that's what they need. And we also have, in, in addition to the resources you already mentioned, we also have, um, um, we're really lucky. We have tons of community resources. We have the Melrose Ed Foundation that's already been putting money towards um, addressing some of these issues. Uh, they just uh, announced uh, for uh, for the next school year. They've already um, allocated like some uh, is it twelve? I think it's twelve thousand dollars in in yes. new grants for for um, innovation, professional development, and a lot of which. Uh, are, are geared towards or are looking at um, some of some of the remote learning challenges. And we all, we just have fabulous community resources. We have the bridge, yeah, we have the volunteers, don't have to do we it have alone. art centers, we have we have people in the community who yeah. um, who can who can help. So yeah, and there's you know, so many there's so done. many needs. It shouldn't be done alone either. It's definitely an all hands on deck type yeah. of um, yeah. strategizing, you know, like facilities and buildings and planning and the mayor and the school department and yeah. parents, like everybody. Yeah. It's beyond, it goes beyond just um, questioning what's the best way to reopen those doors. Right. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, right. I, I right. think I mentioned before on the show, my daughter goes to the University of Vermont and we did a 90 minute webinar with all the leaders of all those different departments. And it was fascinating when you, when they walk you through all of the steps <laughs> about the cafeteria and, you know, grab yeah. and go food and the protocols for uh, classrooms and all of that, you sit back and you go, my God, it's almost an impossible so task. Complex. So, but you know, it's an opportunity to be innovative, uh, take some risks, try some new things. It's definitely 
uh, not one size fits all, uh, maybe at different grade levels for different yes. groups of students. So if anybody can do it, Melrose can do it. Jen, you talked about reaching out to the community for answers. And one of the questions we still need to answer is, I was just should, go we, there. should we eat this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jess, hold on. What do you think? We need you to help us answer this. This is a quiz show now. Yeah, bring should, that up. Should that you eat that? Melrosians want to know. Should We should you definitely eat that? have a toad sitting under that. I'm not sure it belongs in a salad. Okay, so <laughs> I went through the comments because that's the best. Uh, yep. And I, I, there's so many good ones. It's, it's, <laughs> it's hard to choose. What's, um, what, are the, what are the poll results? So one was, uh, <laughs> one was my grandfather used to forage wild mushrooms. He did it his whole life, and I have fond memories of helping him when I was a little girl. Cool. He, he was successful about 90% of the time. <laughs> uh, the other 10% sent people to the ER, usually oh with stomach issues. Once he sent my grandmother to the hospital where she stayed for three days, tripping her balls off. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I thought and that was balanced and what, thoughtful. What do, you, what, do you, what do you have to lose? Just eat it. <laughs> You don't, you don't want to go to the hospital for three Win, days, win, win. Right yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I thought there was another very poignant question that uh, in just four words, they captured uh, like the, the essence of it. Why a salad though? <laughs> true, there could be a good marinara. There could, there's, there's just, there's so many, so many. Uh, well, uh, your thoughts. Somebody's. Somebody said, just uh, uh, just grab a chair and put on some Pink Floyd. But I have to I have to end with this one, this one that has the wisdom. There are old mushroom hunters. There are bold mushroom hunters. Ooh. But there are no old, bold mushroom hunters. <laughs> the the that, wisdom is the wisdom is out there. It's true. It's true. Oh yeah, my you, can't, God. you can't argue with that. Well, uh, Jess, listen. you uh, agree, disagree? I, I I agree with that bit of wisdom is a favorite. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. I think I hear fireworks somewhere outside. So I think that is a That's our cue to, to dance it off. <laughs> to dance it off. Join us. Join us, Jess. Zoom uh, bomber. Do yes. Uh, help us dance it out. Dance right. it yeah. off and go check out the fireworks. We'll see you around town. See you around town, see you around everybody. Around town. <laughs>